Welcome to Sports, 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 the Maylot Joan of Sports, <laughs> apparently. From remote quarantine locations, with me tonight, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And long pause, but not quite a full stop, the M-dash, Big City Adam. Ahoy, hoy. And the question mark, uh, the man who cares nothing about sports, me, Rowdy. Uh, gentlemen, it's episode 249. How are we? Doing great. Pretty good. Although we're we're just remote, we don't we're not quarantined. Yeah, I mean we're not yeah. quarantined. I've had COVID. Yeah. I'm we not quarantined all that. at all. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah. I'm I'm back to licking doorknobs and everything. So. <laughs> oh yeah. You know. Yeah, I was I I was on an airplane yesterday. I was just like, can I lick your tray table? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyone have one they want me to lick before you use it? I or still after. don't think I've had COVID though. Yeah, I don't think amazing. I have. I've not I'm confirmed just, had it, so I'm going to say I haven't had it. I mean, I've had some days where, like, a year or two ago where I thought I for sure got it, but it was before we had tests, and mm-hmm. I was just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> I was just real sleepy. Yeah. It's done. It's over. Yeah. Yeah, we solved we're it. On to, we're on to monkeypox Yeah, now. we built, we yeah, built back no better. No joke. Uh, we did, we build, did back. build back better. We canceled <laughs> student debt. Uh-huh, as promised. Um, we got a $15 minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we um, defunded the police. We defunded the police. That's good. Um, we don't, we're not, we're not in any proxy wars anymore. We're done selling weapons to other countries to fight our battles for us. Is this it's really true? Great, it's really a great time to be an American. I don't follow the news, and I, and I uh, deleted all the, all my news feeds on uh, Twitter too. Is this all true? No, yeah, none yeah. of that was true. Oh, okay. Well, it's true, but it's just the opposite of that is true. Oh, I was gonna say yeah. that sounds pretty great. <laughs> yeah, it does that, sound it, pretty good. It kind of feels like it was the fall of 2020 with all these campaign promises all over again. <laughs> Neato. Man. Neato. Um, uh, what's new with you guys? Rowdy, you just got back from uh, yeah. uh, well, Colorado. Your arms must be tired. I, I mean, before before this, I feel like we should mention why Big C Adams here. I mean, the news of the day. Oh, you uh, guys got rid of You guys dropped Snoop like a bad habit. Yeah. The guy we who kept claiming this sick was... Of it. Yeah, the guy who kept claiming this was his podcast found yeah. out. We finally... Who's, whose podcast is it, Snoop? Yeah. yeah. Who... Uh, Who's on the mic now, yeah. player? Yeah. Yeah. We had to have a sit down with Snoop, and uh, we decided to part ways over creative differences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Snoop will no longer be part of the show. Big City Adams, a permanent fixture now. Yeah. yeah. And Snoop, Not going anywhere. Snoop was wanting to, I mean, he was basically wanting to sell out. And we were just like, he, he, uh, was courting all, court, court all these, courting all these, uh, sponsorship deals. And it's like, you know what? That's not what we're here for. And that's no. not us. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. I mean, all that plus the fact that they had a baby today. Oh, so, right. What? They don't have microphones in hospitals? I know. <laughs> I know. I told that's, him to pack that mic in the go bag. Yeah. Yeah. Small enough. I don't know, man. Getting there, getting there at the hospital at like, what, 3.30 in the morning? Three thirty. That's what it sounded like. Yeah, it's, it's a long rise. day. Um, but well, yeah. he doesn't have to do anything. 
Mm. Yeah. Sit there and worry. Go get some ice chips. I, I, I did a Reed, lot. Reed and I, I know all about the process, by my, the way. From my two yeah, kids. Yeah, but Rowdy, you're a doula. Yeah. It, well, yeah. Certified. I bet Snoop so. is a pretty good doula. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Snoop, yeah, I think I think he could be a pretty yes. I think he could be a very good dude. Talk, he's a talker. <coughs> he's a talker, yeah. and he and, and that's helpful. Yeah. Oh, first, yeah. <laughs> okay. Just got to guide him, guide him through it. But no, I th- I could I could see him actually being. He and I should start a doula company. <laughs> you should be. Nobody's you could be called the us, two dudes. Yeah. Was. Yeah. The doodlas, yeah. Yeah, the doodlas. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I mean, you could I, assist. I just, you could assist all the pregnant persons. I just feel like everything's stacked up against us. This world's too. <sighs> just you're just, white. You're a white man, much, dude. The, too much discrimination for a, you're a, a white man. You know, oh, yeah. too, two middle-aged white men years. who want to be doulas. Yeah. They've got just no bottom rung. Yeah, no. So white guy just white guy just can't get ahead anymore. But if you're listening yeah. and you're pregnant and you and you would like to just try us out, I mean, it's like it's basically <laughs> like when gross. you know, like the guy. Yeah. Well, like the guy that I saw. <laughs> there was there's a you guy. You strangers there while you give birth. For, like <laughs> Call there's, us a guy, up. there's a guy next door who was like, hey, I'm I'm starting up a car deal detailing company, but I want to get some, you know. Uh, testimonials and stuff so he's like I'll cl- I, I, I'm willing to clean uh, some detail some cars for free that's what I would do with doulas I'll, I'll deliver your baby for free um, just get, get some good testimonials and then tell your friends yeah yeah you'll totally get what you pay for <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just have to provide a venue and all the uh, all the tools necessary yeah. to do those now things. I'm not doing I'm home not, births listen I'm not doing a home birth. Water no, births? Because, no. Why not? That's out. Why? That's, di- that's disgusting. I'd have that's to. That's part of the circle of life you don't want to be a pretty no. to. Isn't it, though, kind of the thing, like, if you're going to have a doula, you're probably more likely to have a home water birth? Never really thought don't, about it, that. But. In, like, the Venn diagram, isn't there quite a bit of crossover in those two worlds? You might be right there. Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to go back to plan B, which is... Being the guy who comes to your house to put your no to plan B is illegal. Plan B is <laughs> illegal <laughs> for now. Plan C. Hey man, you just got to get out and vote, and then you can get Plan yeah, B. Because voting C. does a lot of good. Yeah. <sighs> well, I'll be a I'll be an at home pet euthanizer. <laughs> there you go. Uh, hey, you can start it at my shop. I got these groundhogs that need they need sent away to the other dimension. <laughs> so you are welcome to euthanize these dudes any way you see fit. Well, usually I'll come to your house and you know, we'll light candles, dim the lights. Oh, like uh, a seance. Well, yeah. just make it peaceful and calming for everyone. While you squeeze the life yeah. out of their Give the dog member. some chocolate. Huh. I was thinking more about putting a hose on my exhaust pipe and putting it in the groundhog hole. Yeah. I mean, that's another side business I could do. That could be plan D. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's plan asphyxiate, plan E. Yeah. I mean, do you yeah, want it? Plan D's. Yeah. <laughs> plan D's. <laughs> Shall we? Uh, well, <laughs> I feel like this has been a good tribute to the, to the fourth Snoop baby. Um, yeah. Welcome, welcome to welcome to this world. 
Um, I'm not going to see. The, I'm, you're going to see the end of it. Yeah, I'm not going to see the end of it. I'll let your dad say that if that that's his choice. I'm not going to put Ooh. you on blast with your real name. I can I, give I will. you the birth weight, <laughs> uh, size, social security number, blood type. Um, we'll have oh, those in good. the show notes. Um, and preferred pronoun. Yep. So. Um, yeah, anything else going on? What's going on in her, the big city? Is it hot her there? Her body, her choice. It's too dang hot, and the rent is too damn high, you know? Actually, it's not hot. Uh, it, today was quite lovely. It was like a nice uh, upper 70s degree day with a little breeze, no, low humidity. Felt very nice. In the concrete nice. jungle? Yeah, man. We get we got that ocean right there. Oh. It does, it does a, a lot of help, a, a lot of good in helping us keep the, the humidity under control. Oh, does it, not, does it not catch on fire typically in the summer? Not as much, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> we well, we because of all the burning we do in the winter to keep warm. Right. It's just like the Hudson tame. River up when it gets a little yeah. nippy outside. Get some get some mallows. And the East River, just light that thing up too. You got it covered. Yeah, yeah they just lit it up for the Fourth of July. What other kind? You got some cricks in there and uh, on uh, Long Island, there, do you? Uh, we. <laughs> I'm sure I don't you do. Have, Yes, there are. I don't have them all uh, mapped out quite yet, but that's a weekend project for me. New York City? Yeah. You got some nature here and there. There's an oil slick on top of all the water, but other than that, it's pretty delightful. All the colors of the rainbow. Oh, yeah. Iridescence. Mm -hmm. What's going on up in A-Town? Anything new? It's just we haven't had rain in over thirty days. That's yeah. pretty cool. We just got a little that's bit cool. tonight, and yeah, my yard looks terrible. But I haven't had to mow, so that's okay. Uh, that's what there I'm saying. I haven't had to mow th- all five of my yards uh, right. for like three weeks, <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> when you're a power mogul, it gets tough sometimes. Yeah, yeah property true. ownership, man. Tell you what, Reed- Reedville hasn't needed mowed for a while. <laughs> But my wildflower, that could, my that wildflower be... gardens in world of hurt. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, pretty sad. So I'm not irrigating. I'm not watering. So we're officially in a mild drought as of today. Really? But I, allegedly, it's supposed to rain tonight and tomorrow. We'll see. Okay. Hmm. Do you well, ever irrigate, or are you like pro just letting the earth do its thing? And I let the earth rule. That's um, how it goes. I watered, when I first put in the wildflower garden, probably five years ago, I watered it for the first two years, but now that it's established, I don't water at all. Yeah. Yeah. Figure it out, nature. Huh? said, figure it out, nature. Exactly. I got my bee boxes out there. The bees are happy. I do fill up the bird bath so the bees can drink. Hmm. Um, That's a good idea. Which it's interesting to watch insects drink. I never thought about that. Yeah. That's a smart idea. I do that on on the daily. Watch insects drink. It's kind of mm. wild. Some of them like just land on top of the water, just stand on the water, and drink. Other ones like crawl up to it. Hmm. But wasps tend to like land on the water. Wasp- kill them? Go on somewhere. Nah, man, I don't kill them. That's what the flowers are for. I, wasps? I feed, I'm feeding them when the yeah wasps, bumblebees, carpenter bees, honeybees. Uh, all kinds of moths and butterflies. I had a whole mess of praying mantis babies crawling all over oh, my yeah. vestibule. Oh, that's cool. Like, dude, I'm replenishing the earth. Yeah, someone's got to. Yeah. 
Got my milkweed in full bloom. It's seeding out right now. I haven't nice. seen one monarch yet, though. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Although we're dead. I feel like we usually don't see them until a bit later, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't know what they're going to eat because the milkweeds almost give out. Yeah. As my Ooh. grandmother would say, that thing's done give out. <laughs> that thing's done give out. <laughs> well, speaking of giving out, you guys want to talk about some sports? Sure. If we All have right. to. All right. Well, we, we got this first headline. Uh, Nadal bows out. What's going on here? Because oh, this is I, a heart, I just. This is a heartbreaker. The, the only Wimpleton I saw was at the, the airport yesterday. Oh, yeah. And Nadal was playing a guy named Fritz. Yeah, an American. And it was like a tied match game set, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep, you got it. Oh, it's all those, Nailed right? It. It's a game, a set, and a match. Correct. Well, how do you know which it is? A game is the <laughs> first to 40. Um, a set is first to six, win by two. And the match is best of five sets. Wait, so when anytime you're playing, wait, so anytime you're playing tennis, you're yes. playing three games at once? So three no. contests? Tests no. at once. There is a game. There are games within the sets, and then there are sets within the match. Oh, okay. Yeah. Everything so like adds days, up to, days, months, to the next years. And you have to remember in tennis, you always have to win by two. How many game? Wait, how many games do you have to play in a match? It, that depends. In a set, you have to play a minimum of six games. And then how many sets are there in a match? Best of five in men's, best of three oh in women's. Which I still don't understand why the women don't play five sets. Although how many points do they, do they play? Although you play to like, what are they, like hearts or something? There yeah, are, hearts. what? Hearts fif- is definitely it. 15, 30, 40 win. There are four points typically in each game. Okay. But well, that's not bad. You I still have that. to win. But... If it's 40-40, then it goes to deuce, and then you have to win by two. So you have to get the advantage and then win. This is a I lot think, to think about. I think you're thinking about when you have no, when you haven't scored anything, it's love. Right. Is that why yes, you said hearts? Love. Yeah, love, yes. love, zero, yes. zero. <laughs> why do they call it love? I don't know. That's a good question. Everyone starts with love, you know? Interesting. Allegedly. Man, mm-hmm. I feel like... That's just a lot to take in. I wonder how, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I feel like I'd just be like, I'm just going to just, I'm just here to win. I'm not, well, yeah. here, I'm not here to do the math. I'm here to just win. You just point me to the court, if that's yeah. what Correct. it's called. And then Correct. I'm just going to play to, play to win. But what happened with Nadal? Because he, he, uh, he beat this tiebreaker. He has Fritz. a seven. Made, <laughs> made this guy Fritz cry. Well, I'm yeah, well, he's cry, an American tennis player. Fritz, they all cry. Fritz was, Fritz was just sadly packing up his tennis bag, which I love. Yeah. It may, like, that's a, that's, I didn't, I guess I've never really watched tennis before, but I thought that was a fun aspect of the game. It sure sounds like watch, you have. You get to watch the, uh, <laughs> you get to watch the losing player sadly pack up their tennis bag in every, oh, yeah. Every match. Yeah. And when Nadal wins, you get to game. watch him. You get to watch him take a shirt off and put on a jacket and well, move he his water bottles. He, he, he was doing. I feel like you've talked motion. about this before too. Before he served, he was doing like he was like touching his he, face and like. He, I oh, have man. it down. He picks his wedgie, 
Then he picks his front wedgie. Then he rubs an eyebrow and the nose. Then he rubs the other eyebrow and the nose. And then he wipes him his forehead with the outside of his wrist. And then on the other side of his face, the inside of his wrist. And then he serves. Well, does it, doesn't he do like behind the ears? Oh, yeah. He does behind the ears after the nose on each yeah. side. So That's weird. I remember it. Yeah. You should watch him. You should YouTube him with his water bottles on the bench because he'll literally take eight or ten seconds setting down a water bottle and getting it twisted. And they're always offset. They're always two, and they're offset. And he, like, sets even his towel. He has to have his towel right. Um, I mean, yeah. you yeah. can't argue with it because... I it mean, works. Right? Hey. Yeah. Well, it didn't work this time. He has a seven millimeter torn abdomen muscle. Ooh. Which, which I guess he one. tore it or real. I mean, it was bothering him the whole tournament, but I guess huh. he really messed it up in the second set against Fritz. And since Fritz is an American player, he could have handcuffed his wrist to his ankle and beaten him. <laughs> I mean, American men's <laughs> tennis is, is absolutely <laughs> atrocious. Yeah. I mean, it's well, a we, joke. All they got is serves. It. All American men can do is serve. Yeah. You ever notice that? Roddick, yeah. that, that 6'10 fool that can't ever break anybody because he can only serve. Uh, Isinger or whatever, whatever that. Yeah, uh, uh, is, Isner. 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 Yeah. He's got like 135, 140 mile hour serve because he's 6'10, but he can't break anybody because he can't move the court because he's too damn big. He's just clod hopping around the court. And then this Fritz guy. American ten, Americans men's tennis is improving, I think, some, but it is not anywhere close to where it needs to be to I win mean, that, majors. Th- that Fritz guy kept the doll on his toes, like kept Yeah, with tied a up, ripped so. stomach. Well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. And he couldn't beat him. Which and his and did. his dad is in the stands telling him he should retire. Nadal's dad Nadal's was dead, oh yeah. Nadal's dad was telling Nadal he should retire. Yeah, which in yeah. tennis means you just quit the match, not like retire forever, but you just give up because <sighs> you're injured. Huh? Yeah, but he so he could tell that his son was injured. That's why. He oh, was yeah. oh yeah, everybody could tell. Yeah, but yeah, his he just serve made went from like a, yeah his serve went from like 125 to like 89. Hmm. But he was yeah. still he was still well, getting aces, <laughs> and that's that's what's incredible about like the best the best in the world to do oh, things yeah, like they can get injured and then they mm-hmm. figure out how to still be better than other people. Yep. By like adjusting like like you just said, Nadal does the same thing every single time. Yeah. Whatever, and so like so his serve motion is the same and all of that. So he had to change that in the middle of a match. And still won. Yeah. <laughs> which is nuts. Yeah, that is crazy. Yep. So oh, man, he's out, which huh. means that, that Kiros, this Australian dude that has the worst attitude, uh, he has a worse attitude than John McEnroe, Jimmy Connors, any of those guys that used to pitch fits on the court. He's got the worst attitude I've ever seen in tennis. And there have been mm. some personalities in tennis. He's a real instigator. Yeah, he just he's, he serves underhand between his legs to mess with people. After every point, he's yelling at his box and, like, I mean, talking to himself. He's effectively Dennis Rodman, right? <laughs> like, he's the Dennis Rodman of tennis. Except he's not excellent at anything like Dennis Rodman was. That's mm. true. He wasn't, he's not the best at anything. He's got a hell he, of a serve, but that's really it. And I think he's mentally weak, although he's a good player. 
Well, I think yeah. it's going to be in, so he's automatically now rowdy into the final since Nadal dropped out. He doesn't even have to play the semifinal. He's automatically in. So okay. then it's Djokovic versus um, what's his Nori? Nori, yeah. Nori, who's a Great Britain? Who's from Great Britain? <laughs> so one uh, A, America one A, Great Britain one B. Great Britain tennis players suck too. Men's tennis players. <laughs> this guy, I don't know how the hell he got lucky enough to get to the semis, but I don't think he can beat Djokovic. Which means Djokovic is probably going to win Wimbledon, and then it will only be one Grand Slam behind Nadal. But Djokovic cannot play in the U.S. Open because he's not vaccinated. So just like he couldn't play in the Australian Open. Remember when he went to Australia and they kept him in the hotel for two weeks and then sent him home rowdy because he wouldn't get vaccinated? Oh, yes. That's right. So it's probably going to be Kiros or however the hell you say that guy's name and Djokovic in the final. Yeah, which means you'll have to root for... Al Qaeda. Yeah. Al Qaeda. That's who I'm rooting for on Sunday morning at 9:30. Al Qaeda. Where's Tony Blair when you need him? Uh, they might have to bring him in if uh, since they got rid of Boris. Oh yeah. They're going yeah, through some things. I heard Boris is out but he's not out. He's no longer like the leader of his party but he's going to remain the prime minister I think until there's a replacement. What's his party? Like Tory? Uh, probably. I mean, it doesn't matter. He's not I mean, the, qu- the queen does Labour. There's yeah. Labour with a U. But it's, but it's yeah. spelled funny. Right. Yeah, the queen's the real ruler. She's making all, she's calling all the shots. Oh, you think yes. she is? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely what's happening. I think she's a Habsburg secretly. I mean, she's got to be related to them. They're all related. They're, they're definitely Germans. Oh, yeah. Uh, Prince, uh, what's his face? And uh, Prince Charles's son, William. William and Kate were at the uh, Nadal. No, they were at the Tory or the uh, Nori match. Hmm. Is that his name? Nori? Yeah, Cameron Nori. Yeah, Cam Nori. They were there. I didn't see Pippa. Isn't that her name? Uh, the sister? The sister, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't uh, Russell Wilson and Ciara were at in the Queen's box for one of the early rounds? What? Wait, was the, yeah. queen, was the Queen there? I no, don't know. The Queen know. hasn't showed up to Wimbledon. I assume not because, mm. yeah. They like, should put her hologram there at least. That's true. Or at least like a pillow with her name on it. Hmm. One of those printout, those cutouts they did like during COVID when people couldn't go to baseball games, they just cut out their headshot and put it in the seat. Yeah, they should just put her in like a hyperbolic chamber, hyperbaric, hyperbaric. There it is, hyperbaric chamber. I think that's what this podcast is. A hyperbolic chamber. We are currently in the hyperbolic chamber. That's what the royal family is. Do you know that Queen Elizabeth is the um, oh boy longest reigning ruler? She, yeah, but she's the if if you would trace descendants of Charlemagne, which probably all of us are. I think genetically, if you're like of any kind of European ancestry, you've somehow you're related to Charlemagne. But oh. of all of Charlemagne's descendants, the person who 
would be the um, heir to Charlemagne would be Queen Elizabeth. So Charlemagne is the Genghis Khan of Europe. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Got um, it. Yeah, I would recommend there's a YouTube channel called Useful Charts. Mm. And this guy does deep dives onto all of the... It's like... Love I, just, I found my ideal YouTube channel. That I, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm going to look at that tonight. That sounds something I could get into. Oh, yeah. Start watching it at like midnight and just oh, yeah. start, start you know, going through. Yeah. That's usually when I start YouTube and about midnight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's when the best stuff comes out. Absolutely. <laughs> well, anything else about Wimbledon? No, oh. it's just super disappointing because Nadal could have got, done a uh, calendar Grand Slam if he had won Wimbledon and then gone on won the U.S. Open. He won all four majors this year. And at this point, how old is he, Big City? He's got to be like 38. 63. Uh, no, I don't think he's 38. That feels older than I well, maybe that's be. Maybe that's Serena. Nadal? Yeah. yeah. He's 36. What? 36. Yeah. 36. He's – how How am I – Older. You're older than all You're older than athletes. all athletes now. 100%. That's except insane. Venus Williams. Well, except for, yeah, except for like 15, including guess, all the sports. Maybe it was his uh, hairline that made me think he just seemed, well, and also like Spanish people. Oh, boy. What's your t- take well, on Spaniards? You look, at the, uh, look at the stands, the Spanish people. <laughs> They're not wearing a uh, lot of. They're not wearing a lot of sunscreen. The sun uh, ages. Well, they have Mediterranean Spanish complexions. People. Sure, they don't but, need to but, wear as but much they, sunscreen but they as tend, you do. But the, the men, transparent the men man. Tend, now they look great. The the they I'd like they to have go to Spain because they they have like the Trump. They have like the oh. Trump. <laughs> Is everyone like, else drinking every time he says they? Shade. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like they're what Trump wants to be. Like what they do you dress, mean, you they dress, they dress nicely. I'm just think, I'm just talking about. I don't know about all Spaniards. They I've dress never, nicely. I have never been. I'm saying the Spaniards who are showing up to the rich Spaniards who show up to Wimbledon. Yeah. They're all As dressed. A, yeah. It's like when you you know when you see European people walking around in America, you they're instantly flashy. are like, they're yeah, flashy. you instantly are like, yeah. you're European. Before you hear their, it's because voice. of their shoes. They're wearing like race car shoes. They all wear race car shoes. Yeah, and there's just a, a collar. Their collars. Um, they have like Le Mans jackets <laughs> on. Um, <laughs> they just there's something about them that you can just tell. I agree. And then, yeah. but yeah, looking at the Spaniards, like, but they also are very tan. It's a sunny place. Spain is Spain is a sunny place, so it is. I'm just but saying, like, they're in the they're in the sun a lot, and and they uh-huh. seem to maybe it, get a little bit more wrinkled and older. It's that looking. more. It's that mm. more influence. They got the uh, darker complexion, Mediterranean, North African complexion, kind of. And that could be. I don't know, but I would just between that and then his his hair, I just assumed. Yeah, he was his like lettuce. 10 his years lettuce older was when he started at like sixteen. He had show lettuce. Yeah. And then it he's is. he's going the Agassi route without the bandana. He's just losing his lettuce and nothing. I yeah. mean, it it happens. Which is interesting because like I I mean you don't he has enough money to not if he doesn't want to. I I think that's like, great. That's another thing I love about but this. It's yeah, just real. I think it's nice. They he's just like, yeah, age gracefully. Why not? Let me let, let, let it happen. 
I have nothing bad to say about Spaniards. He also has enough clear. money to get some kind of uh, as far as undergarment support go. where he doesn't need to pick a wedgie every point, but yet he still does. So Yeah, that's true. You know. Again, if it's working. Yeah, you know? and it works. I might have to start doing some of those ticks. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. See yeah. what happens. Add them to your normal routine. Yeah. Yeah, Add, yeah to my repertoire. <laughs> All right, next up, uh, what's this? This headline just says Soldier Dome. Oh, uh, you want to take this one, Big City? Well, we, we've been what? hearing that they are considering, the city of Chicago is considering putting, uh, subsidizing through taxpayer dollars, uh, a dome on Soldier Field in Chicago. Oh. Let's be more specific. Not so much the city of Chicago. My take on it is this is a Lori Lightfoot re-election plan. Right, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean... That woman regard- is something else. <laughs> <laughs> she has been, made some interesting moves and said some interesting things. I will, Do you I just will have you to that. be kind of crazy to be the mayor of a giant city? Well, you have Apparently. to be super corrupt to be in charge in Chicago, I think. Yeah. You have to be crazy to want to run for political office, I think. I, yeah, so I, I agree okay, with that. I agree but with it turns out the larger the city, the more insane of mayor they want to As you know. Hey, you would As know. As I know mayor Adams. very well. Has he gotten his yeah. nose pierced yet? No, not yet. Okay. Just check. But He's still <laughs> vegan? <laughs> Yeah, when he well, he's he still, yeah, he's vegan except for the fish and meat that he eats. He's still planning false flag attacks in the subway. <laughs> oh, man. Those have calmed down a bit. <laughs> that's but, good. Yeah, we are moving on from COVID. Oh. So that's pretty good. What's that look like? Uh, just shutting down a bunch of testing centers. So it's oh. not as easy to get tested hmm. or no. Yeah, but it's like got, Trump hey, said just stop testing and there won't be any more cases. Yeah, co- everyone knows COVID's a state of mind. I mean, look, Rowdy's hey. fine. He's here. He's living. Yeah. Um, totally but, but yeah, so they want to build a dome. So Sh- Soldier Field, one of the handful of classic stadiums that still kind of, kind of exists. I mean, it's been renovated a few times. Yeah, I mean, um, it actually was. It was a National Historic Landmark, but because of the renovations they did in the early 2000s, they took it off the list. Yeah, well, it looks kind of weird now. But it's still been in the same place, and it's in Chicago, which... As far as stadium goes for professional sports team, being actually in the city that you represent is becoming more and more rare because teams are moving to the suburbs where they get more land, more money. Yeah, uh, It's less of a drive for the rich people that want to come and be in the boxes and all that stuff. So I don't know. That, that seems to be – it feels like – all owners want to build new stadiums so they can get a Super Bowl at their stadium, right? Like, and then get all the money for their stadium. Mm-hmm. And yes. then, and so these older, these older places have to do something to sort of try to entice either a a Super Bowl, which I don't know how far they have them planned out, but they are rarely planned in cold cities anymore. They right. seem to be like. Southern cities because you can do more outside stuff, you can have more events, or domes, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. or domes, and so that would allow Chicago to have a more all-year-round stadium that they could. And of course, they want to add restaurants and make it whatever. But yeah, it's effectively trying to keep them from moving the stadium to the Chicago suburbs. Yeah, which there is a plan. I guess a real estate group has 
uh, or in 2023, is planning on buying up a bunch of land in Arlington Heights, which yes. is like northwest of Chicago. It's kind of over by Schomburg, like way out yeah. there. Like, I had, some, I had some friends that lived out there, and that was like an hour train ride to Wait, Chicago. how do they pronounce it? Arlington Heights. No, I thought, isn't it just Schomburg? Schomburg, Schomburg, I don't know. Oh, it is Berg, B-U. Okay, um, I just thought that maybe that was the pronunciation. But it's know. out there, uh, like almost a Buffalo Grove, like way out there. So mm-hmm. uh, that's the other rumor is that, and that's probably what the Bears, if the Bears won it, I haven't heard that angle, but... That's, you know, how they did with Lucas Oil. They just put you, hold you over a barrel, like, we're going to move unless we get a new no stadium barrel. kind of thing. So I don't – I'd want to hear a statement from the Bears and Bears fans because I don't – that's like be – that's like be putting a dome on Lambo, Right. Wouldn't it? The whole point is that you're like a cold-weather team right. and you're tough. and you're Hard like, nose. Especially, yeah, especially that team with, like, the 85 Bears and, right. and all of that, like – yeah, that's their whole thing is being tough, and it seems like it would. I mean, that seems like it's a not something anyone really cares about in the conversation. But the the idea of the team is kind of this tough, hard nosed team, and a dome seems counter to that. I don't like so it. So they're not. So the Bears are not going to move to the racetrack, the horse track. Hmm. Huh? So What's they were, so yeah. So the Bears in 2021, uh, they they submitted a bid for the Arlington Park racetrack. Oh, is that the from, property they're looking Soldier, at okay. from Soldier Field? Uh, and yeah. on September 29th of 2021, the Bears and Churchill Downs Incorporated, who own the racetrack, announced they had reached an agreement for the property. So won't they just put a dome on Wrigley Field while they're at it? They should. They should tear that place down. <laughs> <laughs> got all those weeds in the bricks. I know. How are they going to get all those weeds to grow if they put a roof on? They'll have to be a glass roof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds delightful. Let the sunlight in. <laughs> I, it's a dumb idea. This is all political mumbo-jumbo as per usual. Yeah, it's all political and all like financially-based yep. stuff, which is always... It's great that that drives like all of the conversations we have to have about everything. Well, what was Lucas Oil? $785 million, and I think the public paid $700 million of it? Yeah. Because I was up in arms because Madison County got roped into a donut county, and we do not touch Marion County, but we got sucked into the donut county. And I've only been there for Gen Con. Well, I don't feel like I've had my money's worth yet. But well, I mean, until last year, there was about going. four years where it wasn't worth going to a Colts game. So, yeah. <laughs> um, well, speaking of the Colts, you guys want to talk uh, college football mayhem? Absolutely. Oh, brother! Lots of mayhem going on college football, Rowdy. We got teams jumping ship left and right, joining other conferences. The Pac-12 is dying by the day. They're just bleeding out. Big 12 Hmm. has already started bleeding out last year. Now the ACC's looking uh, to start dying. Basically, what we're going to get down to, I think, is what? Big 12... Big Ten, SEC? I mean, at what point? Like, I think that might be a stopping point, but it seems as though there should just be two conferences. 
a southern north conference, and south, and a northern. I don't. Conference. I don't hate that idea. It's not a bad idea. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, it seems a little like unnecessary because the country's kind of big. But like, yeah, that that it feels like we're moving just toward. Like, why don't we just get to it and say we're going to have two conferences? What will they call because, the conferences? The Union and the Confederacy? Yeah, probably. Something catchy yeah. like that. <laughs> you know, a tip <laughs> of the hat to our history. Yeah. So SC, yeah. USC, and UCLA are the two big names right now that are now joining the Big Ten. So the two L.A. schools are now in the same comp, or will, when is this, 24? Uh, yeah. Because uh, yes. that's when Texas, 25? I think that's when Texas and Oklahoma come to the SEC as 24. But so LA, yeah. the two L.A. teams will now play teams like Maryland and hmm. Ohio State and Wisconsin and well, Iowa, Penn State. Yeah, yeah I mean they should get rid of them. Get rid of the, the get rid of it. Just everybody was, plays everybody. Why not? It was ridiculous that like Rutgers was a Big Ten school. I mean, well, and I guess Maryland too. Yep. Like those those seem like stretches. Huh? And now it's like we'll we'll see your going a few extra, like a few hundred miles out of the way, and we'll skip over from like what's the most westerly Big Ten school? Nebraska. Iowa? Which I Nebraska? was questionable when they joined to me geographically. Right, because they're also a recent addition. Right. But now it's like, we're going to go all the way to the coast to get two Southern California teams, which I yeah, mean... You're going to have to go from L.A. to New Brunswick, New Jersey at some point. Yeah. And that, and that was a part of the conversation. Like, they had to, like, talk about, like, how are we going to get our teams, like... Part of the deal was the Big Ten footing the bill to fly all of their teams right. for all of their sports right, all over the place. Yeah, this is not just football, right? This is uh, yeah. sport. The Olympic sports, as they call this them. This is uh, all sports will be SC and UCLA. Will be, all sports will be Big Ten, right? It's not like yeah. the ACC and basketball and all if Big Where East. you're just going to peel yeah, off yeah, a yeah. few. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I don't know, man. There will be a home yeah. game in L.A. I mean, they'll have to play each other, SC and U- yeah, UCLA, so be they'll there. be... And I think that's why they, they, they want to go together is because they still want to keep their... Rivalry, in-town rivalry. They'll, they'll go wherever the other one goes sort of thing, which, which makes sense. And, I mean, it, it does, I think, increase the likelihood of Notre Dame joining the Big Ten at some point because, like, all of the rivalry schools are now going to be in the Big Ten. So, like, I mean, who knows what Stanford's going to do or whatever, but, like, um, that will probably happen at some point. But, like, I feel like that's the the exhaustion of all this is, like, the incrementalism of, like, right. oh, a few teams here, a few teams there. This is the first. I mean, last year with Oklahoma and Texas, that was that felt Those pretty big. Those are huge big, but there programs, yeah. There was already an SEC Texas team. Right. So, like, that didn't seem as... And Oklahoma's not so far away, or doesn't feel right. so far away. But with this, this is, like, line in the sand. Oh, yeah. As different as you can be ge- geographically, like, it's the big move. So I think this is the thing that will start to cause monumental shifts, which I'm all for, because I think, yeah, like, the little few teams here and a few teams there seems like it's just more confusing. Like, let's just... Let's move it along and get to the point. So, which is just real quick, because we're running along mm-hmm. here, but what conferences survive and what, which ones don't of the Power Five over the next five years, do you think? 
I mean, Pac-12 dead. Big Ten and SEC. I think the Pac-12 is going to be dead. I think mm-hmm. the Big 12 surprisingly gonna pick might up get the some of the Pac-12 teams. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. They were already going to get, what, Cincinnati and a few yeah. other of those smaller schools. Louisville, maybe. So they were already, yeah, they were already getting some schools to sort of bolster their, their roster because they would just kept losing teams. So they'll have a smaller teams, but I don't know if that is enough anymore. Like having more small teams if that's going to do as good as having these major yeah. sort of blue chip programs. I think I think you're right. I think that if the Pac-12 survives, it's just going to turn into like the Mountain West how the Mountain West is today. Right. You know, it's going to have the Boise's and the and the yeah. um you know, maybe the Utah schools and stuff like that. Uh, maybe and Cal. maybe Cal and uh <laughs> Nevada Reno, you know, like yeah. things like that. But um, yeah, but I mean, you're gonna get to the point now where you can't even play your whole side in a year because there are too many teams per division. Well, right, that's the other thing. Like, how many teams is too many teams? And if if that happens, that excludes a bunch of teams from being in in whatever the conversation is at the end of the year. So. So yeah, I, I think the the Big Ten and the SEC are the only two that seem safe. Right. Every all of the right. other ones seem like question yep. marks. ACC, Big Twelve, Pac Twelve, all possibilities to be absorbed. And cupcake games or, are going to go by the wayside, which will only hurt smaller programs. Well, you have enough. Well, yeah, exactly, because you have enough bad teams in your conference, right? right. Uh, where you can just get the cupcakes at home, and you get a conference win. I'm going to tell you what, though. Oklahoma and Texas is going to have a rude awakening come 24, boy. Because it's every week. Still, every week. Still looking forward to that. Every week. Arch Manning or not. Yeah. I mean, I think that, that will be kind of interesting to see kind of how the how these new teams fit into their new conferences. Mm-hmm. That, that part is actually interesting. Like, yeah, what is Oklahoma playing SEC teams for a majority of their games look right. like? Because that doesn't seem to compute and how does that change those programs and how they think about like right. how they've built their offenses and defenses because they have zero defense and only offense. Right. You're no so longer like, getting the how does that work you're out? You're not getting the TCUs and the Baylors and the, you know, Iowa States, although the clones will come up and get you if you're not careful. But Kansas State, Kansas, yeah. teams like that where I mean, let's face it, can Oklahoma versus Kansas isn't a whole lot different than Alabama versus uh Samford. All right. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. We'll see how it goes. I think it's like I said, I think we'll we'll eventually get there. It's just going to take forever. In case you're wondering though, Rowdy, this is all about money. Yeah. Oh, I'm I mean, <laughs> it seems like everything it's is. It's definitely not so. about tradition. I'm, uh, I'm not surprised cuz you're that. screwing up a Turns whole out. bunch of rivalries doing this. <laughs> I'm okay with All right. that. All right. All right. Huh? All right. You guys want to talk Tour de Franc? Tour de Franc. Tour de Franc. Uh, sure. Which what do you guys think about in, it? Well, it takes place in the uh, the kingdom that's rightfully ruled by Queen Elizabeth, right? As the heir of Charlemagne. Oh. Uh, Is that what we were going to talk about? I yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. Hmm. Uh, well, no, I think we're just going to talk about oh. some just what it's the first week. I don't want to talk about Charlemagne. It's been a pretty exciting week so Who's far. Who's leading? What uh, team? Obviously, 
both of you have been keeping track. I have not. Mm. Okay, so you want to know the teams? I want to know the team so, that's in the league right now. What's pretty wild is, like, the first, the first week of the tour is always interesting because there's, like, a lot of action. And then eventually at some point, the person who is going to at least lead a majority of the tour sort of steps up and kind of takes over and their team works together or something happens and it works out where they get, they get a, an advantage and they carry that advantage for a period of time or for the entire, the entire race. It varies from year to year, but it's usually like things get kind of figured out. Uh, this first week, it felt like, so uh, I, I am terrible at saying all these names, but um, the winner of the last two years, Tade Pogachar. We call him Pogi. Apparently he calls himself Pogi, which makes it way easier to pronounce. Um, so he's won the last two years. Uh, he's on everyone's radar as far as, like, it's not like uh, if he's going to do well, it's when is he going to start dominating sort of thing. But um, the first week was very interesting because there were Wout Van Aert, who is a Belgian rider for uh, Jumbo Visma, which is one of my the team I like to sort of root for because they have uh, they have some Americans, they have some interesting younger riders um, and all that. So they start off doing very well. The first three days, uh, there were some curveballs and, and whatnot, but Wout Van Aert from this team was doing great and dominating, and he's just fun to watch because he can do everything. And then their uh, stage, what, four? Everything got turned on its head. All of the leads that were like 30 to 40 seconds turned out to be like 10 oh, seconds, wow. 14 seconds. And then yesterday, uh, the, 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 one of the longer stages they've had, uh, all of the sort of sorting pogey, we'll call him, has now taken the lead as he, okay. it was presumed he would because he's been, he's won the last two. They have the white Jersey for the best young writer. And he's, he's, owned that jersey for 35 stages, which is an insane Dang. number of stages to to own it. Um, so yeah, it's been a pretty interesting first week. Uh, interesting to see what will happen, because they really haven't gotten into the mountains I was going to say, when do we all. get to the polka dots? Yeah. Those those are coming. I forget when, like, the. I think the real mountain stage starts tomorrow. The next one or two stages oh, is when it starts to get a little, a little more interesting. But yeah, it's uh, it's been an interesting start. Um, when do the sprinters start? Again, is that is that all the way through, or is that specific stages? It's specific okay. stages because generally, um, the the sprinting stages. And there's always sprint points throughout every every stage has some points, yeah. but the sprinters usually do not try to do anything in the mountains because. Right. They are, they're the jocks that go fast. They don't, they just try to not get dropped. They hang back and then turn the it end on, of the race. right? Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, the, the first, there's, you know, two time, time trial stages. We've had one of those, which are, again, a unique body type does that. You have the sprinters, um, which have been uh, stage two through today. Uh, and then now we're starting to move towards um, the the climbers who can the endurance That's riders who can get it done in, in multiple stages. So yeah, it's I mean it's yeah it's it's pretty exciting. 
I mean, it's all, I like it, so it's always exciting. So that's not really a great sort of qualifier for me. But, um, yeah, there's been some, like, in every year, like, there's going to be huge wrecks, and there have been huge wrecks every time, which is tense and not what you want to happen, but that ends up changing the outcome. Any, like, who can avoid these things? Any fans run over yet? Not yet. It's coming. There's been some close it's calls. Coming. It's so, man, I tell you what, that's my least favorite part of the whole thing is, like, it's cool that you can get really close, but it's insane how year after year, it's kind of like, uh, it's it's similar to that feeling when, um, in, like, college football, when someone's drops the football, like, at the one-yard line. Oh, when they're running they're, in, like, yeah. They're about to score a yeah. touchdown, and they drop it. It's, like, that same sort of thing of just, like, just pay attention. Right. You've been here all day. You've been waiting for this all day. And now is the time where you look for the camera and, like, stick your head out in front of people going, like, 40 miles an hour on a bicycle. Yeah, you knock a guy Um, off. Going 50 miles an hour, you can knock a guy off his bike with a poster board. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, the only close call, I haven't watched every minute, but the only close call I saw so far was there was a guy who just leaned out to look at the camera and with a goofy smile on his face. And as he leaned back, like, his hair got brushed by all the Jeez. riders riding by. And it was so close. Um, French people. There have been a few close calls with the with the team cars. Oh, really? They've oh, Yeah. They've almost hit a few of their, in some cases, their own riders oh, because they haven't been paying attention. So there's always the potential for chaos, which makes it interesting and a little tense all the time. Um but, yeah, it's still far from over. There is an American in second place, which is oh. great uh, for the overall, for the Mayo June, as Andy said earlier, for the yellow jersey. Yeah, so that's pretty jump. cool. There are some there are some really fun young, young Americans uh, who are on important There teams. are a lot of fun young Americans. Good, <laughs> Good for us. <laughs> but it's like tennis. Fun old like, Americans, too. We've got some great a, folks here. There haven't been any like significant Americans since you know uh, Lance Armstrong, Mr. E- or Mr. EPO himself. Yeah, and there's been a few here and there, like one or two here and there. But there's like you know six or seven pretty strong Americans, mostly from or a couple of them are from Durango, Col- uh, Colorado, um, and they're on significant teams actually contributing and doing well and nearly winning stages. There's been a few close calls, which has been. A little frustrating, but uh, all in all, a pretty, nice. a pretty decent start and a pretty positive outlook for American cycling, okay. if that's such a thing. Okay. But anyway. So the mountains are coming. I'm going to have to tune in. Mountains Wimbledon's are coming. over in a few days, so I'll tune in. Yeah, and it's nice to watch in the morning, too. Well, that's when Wimbledon's drink, drink your on. Drink coffee. Have Wimbledon your, oh, yeah, starts at 6 a.m. Yeah, it's funny how I usually don't watch a ton of Wimbledon, I guess. Yeah. Because I'm always... Well, that's when we were when we were talking the other day. I I can never remember yeah. that they're they're like the same time. That's why I don't ever watch the tour. Really, I don't ever tune into the tour until the mountain stage, and it must be because of Wimbledon. Yeah. Mountains, air yeah. quotes, mountains. Those cute mountains. French mountains. Oh yeah. It's a cinch to just ride your bicycle. Up. Oh no doubt. What's the What's the highest altitude? Oh, I don't know. It's in meters, so who could know? Yeah, it won't, it won't matter. <laughs> yeah, even that's true. <laughs> Let's uh, see here. Uh, 9,000, a little over 9,000 feet. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, it's cute. Yeah, 9,193. Yeah, it's yeah. cute. There you go. 
I mean, you were just yeah. you were just chilling at an Airbnb higher than that, Rowdy. So it's not that big of yeah. a deal. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was running around over ten thousand. Yeah, not a big deal. No big whoop. No big whoop. It's just getting winded walking up steps. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, totally not a big deal. Just, better, just one more quick yeah. break. Yeah, better take this ski lift down and get some churros. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh man. Um, so I think we should round out tonight with uh, a pretty yeah. important okay. story. The most important, probably. Aaron Rodgers got a, his first tattoo. Live, laugh, love. Let's discuss. This uh, is a... There's a lot going on On the there. astral plane. And he says... Uh, he, he shared it on Instagram. Uh, said, first tattoo from the goat himself at Balaskbersky, <laughs> which is his... Uh, it's Balaz... Balaz... Man, I really wish I could have taken four language class He's with a, Rowdy. Hungary, he's a Hungarian artist. Oh, that's great. Um, uh, it, okay, he's I mean, Hungarian. it's it's Hungarian. It, it's it, it's probably like, you know, Bobby Berkeley is probably yeah. how you pronounce it. But yeah. that's just what are your favorite? What do you think about in general? What do you think about Hungarians? Yeah, what do um, they look like? Yeah, how do they look and act? They're the ones experience? that do the dance with their. They kick the legs out. They seem like fun people, like goulash. Some spice to the f- some uh, spice to the food. Um, I could be making all this up. This feels right, though, right? That's all that matters, man. Seemed like a fun a fun people. Um, but uh, yeah, so he he tweeted yeah or, or Instagrammed grateful for his mastery and friendship. There's a deep and meaningful story and connection to absolutely each element of this art piece, and I'll share a little more about that one day. For now, just thankful for Balas Perskini and his patience and artistry. Hashtag tattoo, hashtag astrology, hashtag the elements, hashtag. So. Just hashtag, hashtag. Reed, how would you describe the, just, just a hashtag? Just, hashtag. Just, a, just, a, just a hashtag. Just in general, gotta yeah. hashtag it. Reed, how would you describe this Let me this pull this tattoo? dude up here real quick. Um, all right, so actually, as we were talking, off mic, uh, it's exceptionally well done. It's very like line heavy. Not a whole lot of shading. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got some, but we have some astrological signs. We've got the all-seeing eye. We have a roaring lion and a not roaring lion. We got a planet slash ocean horizon spherical looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, and then we have some kind of uh, fan slash bird slash something underneath. It's no. like the it looks like the golden underneath snitch. that. No, from Harry Potter. I'm not familiar no. with that wicked like. storyline. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. I mean, this is it. Yeah, I mean, it seems very Aaron Rodgers. I mean, yeah, I think it, it is incredibly It is cool well looking. Yeah. I mean, because it's done with, like, very stippling. So it's, like, dots, very thin dots, and and then yeah. line work. So it's not, yeah, it's just, it's very well done. Um, that being said. What are these astrological well, I mean, signs? Yeah, a lot, well, a lot of people, a lot of people are uh, giving him, 
the business because of all of the astrological signs. So, yeah. So if, as far as the astrology, what we're looking at here, um, as as your resident astrology girl, mm. Um, mm. let me uh, let me get into this. So what we see here, we see the intersection of Scorpio and Aquarius. I thought that was the Aquarius sign. And then, yeah. So these 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 apparently represent the winter he solstice. He is an Aquarius. He so he yeah so he was born December second. Oh no. Uh, he's a yeah Sagittarius. he's a Sagittarius, mm. but he was born in the winter, so maybe that has something to do with the. Uh, but yes, yeah, so this winter solstice then is being intersected oh, by I see it now. Sagittarius, yeah. which is his star sign. Yep, and then in the middle you've got the yeah the all-seeing eye kind of like underneath the Sagittarius it is a dope um, symbol. Um, so I, I yeah I don't know. Um, the I was trying to figure out the ocean scene because it, it yeah from a distance I thought Jupiter, it was like Jupiter yeah or something and then yeah when you look closer it's like the horizon with like ocean waves or something in in the, in front but he was he he grew up in California but he uh, and then he for a while he lived in Oregon but like he never was like by the ocean it was always like slightly inland. He did go to UC Yeah, but he's from Chico, California, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, he's from Chico. Which is where they make Um, Sierra Nevada. So that's what I'm wondering is like, is this (laughs) is this actually a depiction of Green Bay? Oh, in the in the war in the circle? The Mm, waves. mm -hmm. Yeah, in the circle. And then and then what you guys were saying was the um, bird or the uh, whatever. It's a brachiopod. It's a it's a fossil. Oh, it's a fossil. Yeah, it's a fossil like seashell basically. Oh, and this is this that's is kind of a yin and yang thing because the lion that's roaring is in the dark side, and the lion that's not is in mm-hmm. the light side. Yeah, and lo- and it's like uh, the lion that's the lion that's roaring in the dark side. If you look at it, it's got like bags under its eyes. It's like all mm-hmm. old. Mm, um, sure. But yeah, I'm I'm wondering if the the fact that he has a fossil so prominently is something to do with his age. He feels like an even though he's younger than me, um, that he feels like a fossil. Sure. Hmm. In the world of professional football, I don't know. Um, or is that a symbol of strength? I don't know. Um, Interesting. He's got some planets floating around in there too, which I'm assuming these all have to do with like. It's probably like the alignment of the planets when he was when he was born or some. Yeah, it's like yeah. Something like, like orbital that, paths but. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's dope looking. I just yeah. I don't know. I I don't have any tattoos, so I don't know. Definitely feels like this was inspired by his ex girlfriend, right? Or ex fiance. Uh, wh- or his. Current girlfriend. What's her name? Woodley. Right. His current girlfriend. I thought they broke well, up. Yeah, they broke up, but then he started. Didn't you guys talk about? We talk, was that on I the pod or not? Uh, the rumored witch. Oh yeah, that's right. He is dating a witch. I forgot about uh, that. Her name. I forget. I can't remember her name because it's. Uh, yeah, we did talk about that me. on the pod. I think. 
That would that makes total sense. Well, he, he shared an astrologer with Shailene Woodley. That's so California. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. So you said he's dating someone else that's not Shailene Woodley, or are you saying yeah, Shailene her Woodley is a witch? Her name is Blue yeah, of the Earth. Yeah, she's a witch. Blue of I'm Earth. Pretty sure. I mean, Blue of if Earth. It, yeah, Blue of Earth. This was discussed. I have a cousin um, that's a witch. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I, I don't understand it, but that's what she told me. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I thought there was somewhere that she mentioned that oh, she yeah, referred he, to herself as a Oh, yeah, because he's got, like, witch. a photo of him with her in, like, Sedona or something. Right, yeah. She claims she's a witch and medicine woman. There we go. Hmm. Huh. Solved it. Well, How do you get into that? I don't know. Um, Is there a class you take? I think... I don't know. I don't know how you get into this. I don't. Under, I mean, I guess you know. I don't. I'm not. Gonna, I mean, I'm not, not poo pooing it. I just want to know how you get into no, it. No, yeah. It is kind of interesting, to like for a, a prominent male athlete to be very into astrology. Yes. Like I think that is actually kind of interesting. Because usually just into, like, it's crypto. like yeah. Because yes, it's it's like yeah. I mean, I I would say. Yeah, astrology, I feel like, is um, is kind of the flip side of crypto. Like, it's almost like the female version of crypto, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> like, it has feminine qualities? Yeah, I think yeah. so. It's I mean, think, think about the people who, who you know who are the most into astrology or tarot yeah, cards or whatever. Yeah, that's true. They typically are women. It's it's women and women that like to wear the big floppy hats a lot of the time. But astrology's been around way longer than crypto. (laughs) (laughs) It's more successful than crypto. And we'll probably be around a lot longer than it too. Before and after. I wonder what the uh, impetus Mm. was for. I mean, that's not. That's not a basic, simple, first tattoo kind of, you know, like... Uh, yeah, it's an all-in yeah, sort a, of thing. Well, it's also on, well, on, it's on his, his inside left arm. arm, right? Forearm. Yeah, which is a pretty prominently viewed spot of a yeah. professional athlete in general. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's like the reverse uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah, where he got everything. Kevin Durant has all those his tattoos. Jersey. Yeah, underneath yeah. his jersey, so you can't see him. But under his jersey, he is. He's got like a tuxedo covered yeah. in tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. Same with David Lee Roth. You ever seen David Lee that. Roth's tattoos? Like he has a full tilt tuxedo. He has them like down, like a shirt sleeve down his arm, but like his whole chest and back and legs down to his knees, is everything is uh, tattooed. It's wild. And I think most of them are that. That's weird. Um, I don't know what country. I think it's an Asian style where they, like, hammer it. You know, oh. like, use the hammer and do it. Yeah, and it Oh, wild. wow. That is wild. Yeah, and you never know it. Too. 
Yeah. Yeah. Huh. How about that? Diamond Dave. Hmm. Were there any other meanings from Aaron Rodgers' tattoo, Andy, that you um, found? Wasn't there a crypto I mean, thing? Wasn't there like a crypto reference in there? Did I read that, or am I making that up? Oh, there was? Uh, no, well, that was a reference that, so the ta- tattoo oh, artist. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, He's yes. part of this group called Totem Oh, that's Earth. what it was, yeah. Okay. That so, is yes. crypto. So the tattoo artist, is, so that checks out. Okay. Um, yeah, and apparently, as far as the astrology stuff goes, um, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers got it. So the the woman who was his astrologer, who also was Shailene Woodley's astrologer, his ex fiance, mm. he actually got introduced to that astrologer when he was dating Danica Patrick. Oh. So Danica Patrick introduced him to this woman. Well, maybe all and, these circles are racetracks. Um, yeah, he said yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he was, uh, he was on a, a, apparently an Instagram live chat with this musician, Nako, and said that he was at this person's concert and he met uh, this woman, Deborah Silverman, who is his astrologer, got to meet her. He said, I got a reading and it just spiked my interest. He said, it's just fascinating how accurate it can be when you start to understand your natal chart. And it's something that really kept my interest and it's fascinating to me. And I'm excited every time I learn more about it. So, I mean, I guess, okay. It is kind of interesting. I've never been into astrology, but like, Rowdy, you know, when we talk about like mound builders and stuff, I mean, it's, there's plenty of evidence of ancient cultures that they were masters of the sky i mean they understood the sky you know i mean that's what mm-hmm. they did at night was peep game on the sky and so they like right. understand all of that and all these calendars alleged calendars that are these mounds and everything so mm-hmm. i get like the tradition of it it's just it's hard to understand people that would be super connected to it these days just because it's not you know, well, not, yeah, I guess where I get, where I get lost is when it's like, oh, well, because you were born at this specific time. It's, very, it's predeterminism, isn't date, it? This yeah. Is your per- yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't think yeah. so. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the universe is a simulation. It's a hologram. It's so um, I guess it's all predetermined anyway, right? Well, if it's a hologram, if we're in the Matrix, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just excited for him to share share some of these thoughts. I've got the biggest questions about the breaky pot, but yeah, there's lots of random symbols. So apparently everything has a meaning. So I hope he reveals it one day. I hope that, you know, all the people making fun of his tattoo don't cause him to clam up about uh about the meaning because I wanna yeah, I, I think he's got a pretty thick out. skin. <laughs> I I did yeah. like that uh one of the uh it was uh uh, David uh, Bakhtari, mm-hmm. who was a Packers player, uh, he left a comment that just said, I hope this is a henna tattoo. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty <laughs> What if it is? Oh, dude. Oh, man. That'd be hilarious. You just Force see it in a couple weeks and it's just like bled out in orange. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for, I'm all for athletes just going full off ham the deep end i mean aaron Rodgers already told like if nothing else he already had the great ufo story from it is a pretty good jersey 
That was a good yeah. UFO story. And so the weirder he gets, the more stuff like that we're going to have. I'm all for it. Yeah, Just go why crazy. not? Uh, same with same with uh, what's the the guy Kawhi Leonard? Kawhi, yeah. Oh like, no, Kyrie yeah. Irving. You're just, t- the flat earther. Yeah. Kyrie, yeah. Kyrie, yeah. yeah, Kyrie. Yes, just just yeah. Just, again, all these guys. I hope they all start watching YouTube. <laughs> I hope they start making YouTube just, videos. <laughs> yes. It just makes it makes it sports does. More You're right about that. I mean, a lot of they. They get a lot of crap for it. I mean, whatever. I don't believe in astrology. I think, uh, yeah. But the the more of this kind of stuff you get into, the weirder you get, the weirder stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's true. Yes. Just continue. Continue. It's true. Well, we got anything else? I think that's else? it. I think that's it. I think we did it. All right. Well. Um, this podcast was sponsored by um, DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Um, you can join the conversations with Destiny Summit uh, to discover the midheaven point of your birth chart, which points to your highest calling. Um, you can hear from over 22 experts on when, where, and uh, w- when and where their destiny showed up and how it aligns with their birth charts. You can understand what it means to have a stellium. Uh, which occurs when you have more than three planets in the same house or sign. See if there are similarities or key markers in your birth chart when it comes to success and fame. Um, Aaron Rodgers. Um, And get clues about your purpose and destiny in this lifetime. So if you'd like to sign up, again, just visit Deborah Silverman. Forward slash sports, sports, sports Uh, for the discount code. Yes, exactly. Um, (laughs) Tell tell her we sent you. Tell She knows. She (laughs) knows. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she she yeah. That's the thing. She already knows. She's like, oh yeah, another sucker. Thanks to sports, sports, sports. Uh, All right. Well, um, you know, if uh, <laughs> I guess that's it. We did it. Two hundred and fifty times. How do we do this? I mean, I don't normally it's, do this. Snoop does it's it. It's written uh, down. You can just read. Yeah. It. Well, it's episode two forty nine. We did sports. I want to thank the Minister of Sound, as always, Mikey, the Junior Minister of Sound, Ralphie, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casper, and Food Editor, Dennis Chu, Sellerman Sean, and the Honorary Ball Boy, or Ball Boys, or Ball Girls. This ball week, ladies. Reed. We have an ball interesting okay. women's final at Wimpleton. Uh, I think that is will be Saturday. Uh, check your local listings. Uh, Anz Jabor from Tunisia. She is the first African and Arab to ever make a Grand Slam final. Uh, she's going up against Elena, I'm going to botch this, Rybakina, R- Rybakina from Kazakhstan. So we got Tunisia versus Ooh. Kazakhstan in Wimpleton. Oh, wow. How do you like that, you colonial oh, wow. powers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tune into that on Saturday, and then I think Geisen's on the same page with me. I think we're going to see a Kiros Djokovic final on Sunday. Unless the Brit wakes up, doesn't way. eat too many strawberries and cream, and uh, gets it right, but uh, let's be real. That's not going to happen. <laughs> All right, well... You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or emails at sportsportsports at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, well, I guess this time Friday, but you know what? 
hey, we'll let us That's right. Our family, our family got picks. larger, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, exactly. the sports 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 mm-hmm. family grows no more. All right. Can we just put hey, that on the record. That's how that's how we increase our fan yeah. base. We have to keep having children. Yes. That's the only way. That's the only way to do it. So every Thursday or Friday or whatever, we'll ask, how about some sports? How about it? Yeah.